0: You are listening to South Florida Sunday. Our next guest is Dr. Katonga Camino, CEO of Kyle Medical, providing infectious disease consultation to personal and business entities. He's a senior partner. He's a senior partner with infectious diseases consultants in Boynton Beach and member of the T. Leroy Jefferson Medical Society. He's currently chairman of infection control at Palms West Hospital. Thank you so much for being with us on South Florida Sunday. Let's just jump right into it. Why are we hearing so much about the word monoclonal?
1: Well, as you know, um, COVID-19 pneumonia is a very serious condition, right? We know that the virus, uh, the SARS-CoV-2 virus, uh, enters our respiratory tract and can enter our lungs, causing severe damage. And we're seeing that, uh, again, with our current surge in Palm Beach County, uh, and we are seeing not only more admissions, uh, but we're seeing more hospitalizations, we're seeing more ICU admissions, and now we're, we're seeing more deaths. So why is that? Well, as you know, much like the common cold, there's no cure for COVID-19 uh, disease. The most important thing we can do, of course, is to get vaccinated against it So that should we get exposed, we don't develop that COVID-19 pneumonia that we worry about so much. So what happens should you get exposed to COVID-19, but you haven't quite thankfully developed full-blown pneumonia that pushes you into a hospital where I would see you? Well, the answer is monoclonal antibody treatment. The monoclonal antibody means that it is a man-made Protein, a man-made substance that attacks that one spike protein that you keep hearing about that is a key part of the virus that causes COVID-19 uh, disease. And so what it is, it's an antibody, right? It's a soldier that has been produced that goes against that one particular piece of the virus, And what we do is for those who are positive for COVID-19, meaning you've gone to get tested, thankfully you're not sick enough, meaning you're not short of breath and you're not you know, having significant symptoms that would require you to go to the hospital, but you are positive and you happen to have a risk factor. And what are those risk factors? If you're over the age of 65, that's one. But if you're not over the age of 65 and you're at least 12 years and up, and you have diabetes or or sickle cell anemia or hypertension or kidney disease, or even if you're pregnant, I've done this just in this last week alone, if you test positive for COVID and you are someone in a high-risk category, we can give you this monoclonal antibody treatment, which is a one-time treatment. It's free, and it basically jump-starts your immune system. It basically injects these soldiers... And it goes into your body to keep that positive COVID infection in your body under control and basically prevents you from developing full-blown pneumonia and keeps you out of the hospital. So this is a game changer. We've had a few of these monoclonal antibodies on the market over the last year. Currently, we are using Regeneron here in Palm Beach County. It is a Injection treatment that can be given intravenously, or it can also be given subcutaneously, meaning like an insulin shot just under your skin uh, on your abdominal wall. And by doing so, uh, it's been shown that it keeps people from developing full-blown COVID pneumonia and therefore keeps you from going to the hospital where, as you can see from the latest headlines, Florida is on the uh, forefront of of, uh, COVID cases. So this really is a game changer, and it really is an outpatient treatment option for many people right here in Palm Beach County.
0: And is, is this a new treatment that we've just not been aware of, or is, uh, how is it that there's been so much focus on it, on it recently? Is this just a media thing? Is this become commonplace treatment in hospitals?
1: No. It, it, on one hand, monoclonal antibodies have been around for a long time. We use monoclonal antibodies, which are, again, our antibodies. They're soldiers that have been produced to focus and fight or attack specific proteins. So we use monoclonal antibody therapy for rheumatoid arthritis. You know, we use monoclonal antibody treatments for many diseases. So it only made sense that when COVID-19 came about that we looked at finding a way where we could enhance our immune system immediately, you know, supercharged immune system to fight against that infection. So monoclonal antibody therapy is not new. However, it is new when it comes to the fight with COVID-19. And thankfully, we have uh, these uh, products out and available now.
0: Something else I wanted to ask you about that we've heard a lot recently uh, from the White House, in particular, and of course uh, the CDC booster shots, and uh, we've heard pros and cons about the various brands of uh, uh, vaccines. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Absolutely, and thank. Great question. You know, the vaccines. Let me just say this at the onset: the vaccines work, right? They're safe. They're effective. And I can say that because along with other healthcare workers, when we're in these hospitals, 95% or higher of all the COVID patients are unvaccinated. So we know the vaccines work. And I, for example, got my vaccine back in December. And so did a lot of people. And those people continue to be protected to this day. But what is happening is that, unfortunately, we do have a large group of unvaccinated people in the county, in the state, and in the United States as a whole. So the virus continues to find people to propagate. The virus continues to have a chance to live and reproduce in people who are unvaccinated. And because of that, throughout the world, we've had these more worrisome variants coming through. And so we know that if someone got vaccinated, let's say December and January, and you have about a ninety-five percent chance of surviving or, or, or the, the infection, that right now those numbers do drop down a little bit by August and September uh, of twenty twenty-one. We know that the antibody, your your immunity response to the to the current viruses, does diminish over time. It's still effective. It's still very much effective. But we do know with the current variant that the the response to that virus does diminish. So boosters are a good thing. But the the first thing is to make sure that we cover those people who are the most vulnerable, as you know. So we know for a fact that half of the people who were vaccinated but still developed really severe COVID disease Half of those people were immune compromised people. So it makes sense, and we've seen this in the studies, that if you are a cancer patient, if you're a transplant patient, if you're an HIV patient, if you're a dialysis patient, we know that after you get vaccinated, your body may not mount a really good uh, immune response. And it's those people that we wish to get the booster shot first. Now, once we take care of those people, and we're talking about 3% of the U.S. population, right, fit that category. But once we take care of that, yes, because of the current circulating uh, variant and the fact that we do know that those of us that were vaccinated early in the year, we know that their immunity does start to drop, boosters are a great idea. And once we do that over the next few months, that should hopefully see us through till next year and hopefully – Hopefully we won't need any more
0: at that point. And of course it's fall and schools are back in session around South Florida, Miami Dade County uh, becoming the last school district to begin classes uh, this past week, Palm Beach County, of course, uh, in the middle of some controversy concerning students and mask mandates. Uh, What can we do about what's going on in the school system uh, to make sure that we're safe against COVID-19?
1: Well, that's a great question, and honestly, we have to stay masked up. And the reason we as adults and our children should continue to stay masked up is because we know now that this circulating variant that we have right now especially does affect younger and younger children, younger adults, adolescents more so than the alpha variant did at the beginning. We are seeing more children getting sick. We are seeing more children in the hospital. And it's important to do everything we can, of course, for our young children and grandchildren. But more importantly, you know, we want to make sure that the family and the friends of all our young people continue to stay protected because anyone can harbor the virus in the family. So while it is... Um, important to vaccinate everyone. And remember, the Pfizer vaccine is good for everyone 12 and up. But for those who cannot get vaccinated because maybe they're younger than the age of 12, we are asking when you're at school, when you're in the playground, stay masked up. Because while you may not get sick, you might still be able to transmit that virus to someone else who can get really sick. So we are asking as best as possible to make sure that Everyone, including our young adults, continue to stay masked
0: up. We, you know, the phrase has become quite a catchphrase. Uh, The new normal and folks talking about going, getting, when are we ever going to get back to normal? Um, Are we we ever going to be like we were before? Are we going to always be dealing with another strain of COVID? Is it going to be uh, going and getting your shot every year like you do for the flu and other things?
1: Well, that's a great question. That remains to be seen. Um, you know, we either all end up getting this COVID infection or we end up getting as many people vaccinated. I mean, that's the only way that this virus will finally come to an end. You know, the virus needs bodies. It needs people, unvaccinated people, to continue to move within our community. And so we have to look uh, to the world because a lot of times that is where these surges, where these waves of um, variants are coming from. And on one hand, as a, as a global uh, approach, we need to make sure that we do everything we can, that the world does everything it can, uh, that it can to keep the virus under control. But at a U.S. national level, uh, it's going to be important that we continue to 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 stay maxed up until we get everyone vaccinated as best as, best as possible. But Is it possible that we'll need another round of vaccines next year? It's possible. It's possible.
0: You know, there's a a pretty a clever meme that is making the social media rounds, and uh, two people are talking, and, and the one person says, "You know, uh, all of the scientists say we should follow all these safety protocols, but uh, the guy that runs the convenience store down the street says it's all a bunch of hooey." And I just don't know who to believe. Um, how do we get people? How do we get people to trust the science?
1: Well, uh, you know. Like someone said to me the other day, you know, you wouldn't go to your mechanic for a haircut, right? (laughs) Right. Um, You certainly want to be able to go to people who do this for a living. You want to trust the people who have seen what this virus can do. And trust me when I tell you, there are many health workers, doctors, nurses, pharmacists, uh, patient care uh, care aides in Palm Beach County who have witnessed witnessed this tragedy firsthand including myself you know whereby you have people who didn't believe in the vaccine and didn't believe that they were sick who are now gasping and suffocating for air and pleading for us to do something when unfortunately there's not much for us to do when you're in the intensive care unit fighting for your life and and it's important to remember that you know, the idea is we have to do this together. You know, we're a community. That's the only way we're going to get through this. So I would tell, uh, and, and I do this uh, on a regular basis, you know, we have to just meet people where they are, answer their questions no matter what the questions are, and, and do our best to answer uh, as much as we can and just trust the science and, and, and believe that, you know, what we're saying uh, is based on fact, not fiction.
0: Well, we want to thank you so much for being on South Florida Sunday and, uh, and getting us up to date and, and, and getting us the, the scientific angle on uh, a problem that just doesn't seem to ever want to be going away. And I appreciate you being taking the time to be with us. And I'm just wondering if, if folks who are listening to our conversation want to find out more about you or maybe get some more information about uh, the T. Leroy Jefferson Medical Society, where would they go?
1: Yeah, certainly. Uh, you can, you can uh, find us uh, on, on the web uh, through the Roy Jefferson uh, Medical Society. Uh, you can plug that right in. Um, we have resources as far as information uh, in regards to uh, testing uh, and, uh, and where you can go uh, should you test positive. And, um, uh, we, you know we're available to, to, to you and everyone uh, as often as possible.
0: Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much for being with us here on South Florida Sunday.
1: Thank you again for this great opportunity. I appreciate it.
0: Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors.
1: We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season.
0: You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga.